Hello everybody, FPLTJ here, rounding up the Game Week 10 results with Forest 1, Villa 1. The deservedly dour draw continued to see Forest experimenting with a new system and we will look at who benefited while also looking at what Villa did in order to wrestle the game considering that they dominated stats since the system change. The three at the back system seemed like such a long time ago now, with Aurier starting at right back ahead of Nico Williams, the 4-3-3 now was brandished, attempting to start Emmanuel Dennis alongside Brendan Johnson up front. Our knee was curiously dropped, which meant that Gibbs White operated largely on the left side of midfield, at least in theory. Steve Cooper also somehow contrived to start three central midfielders which we will talk about in, the, in terms of their impact later on. Let's start with the pace of the match that Steve Cooper employed here. With the pacey but lightweight Nico Williams and Renan Lodi both benched in favour of Aurier and Tofolo, control was the name of the game, especially since Freuler, Koyate and Yates all started, which meant that there was a severe disconnect between back seven and front three. This was particularly obvious during the second half where Forrest wanted to secure a result, but whenever they won the ball, there was a lot of running up front. Dennis, as well as Sam Surridge, found a lot of space on the left-hand side, and they did receive a lot of space on the left-hand side. The question comes down to what they did with it in the final third, and disappointingly, it was exactly the same as their match, their opening game against Newcastle, where they completely slowed it down, and there just wasn't that injection of pace with the amount of quality on the bench, ironically. And that's where Forrest really fell flat. Perhaps practicality was the priority of this particular Forrest side given their position. So for FPL purposes, I think it's relatively straightforward to say that we can abandon all Forrest assets, including the Morgan Gibbs white pick so long ago as well, feels like that shown here for his free kick abilities. In any case, it was rather disappointing to see that despite having four at the back and three in midfield, the goal they conceded to Ashley Young came from extremely far out. And this was a result of the lack of width this particular formation has. In a 4-3-3, the wingers are supposed to defend deep in a 4-5-1 formation. And in this particular case, neither Morgan Gibbs-White nor Brennan Johnson dropped extremely deep to defend from white crosses, and this fell foul to Villa's white movement. Ollie Watkins, drifting to the far post, basically set up the stage for Young's screamer. So at this stage, Forrest will continue to flicker, adjust between setting up narrow or perhaps spreading their back four out wide so that the central midfielders can press. But at the moment, the results are that they will continue to sit deep and allow opponents to attack them and hopefully find the right combination of players to counter and score. Aston Villa and 43 seem like a match made in heaven now as Jacob Ramsey reverted to his left central midfield position while Coutinho and Buendia both started despite playing away from home. In the opening stages, John McGinn had a whole host of chances and he was coaxed into the penalty area eventually in the second half. As a left-sided midfielder operating on the right side, 
His positions started from wide, but he ran narrow, which was difficult to be picked up by the Forest central midfielders. The question really came down to whether Villa's left side would create their own chances or whether they would supply the right side. At the moment, it seems like Villa's first preference is to actually shoot from the left. One of John McGinn's biggest chances what actually came from the fact that Jacob Ramsey burst from left central midfielder all the way into the penalty area, similar to last season, while during the first half itself, Coutinho also had his moment beating his man on that same side, cutting in and shooting. I think it's rather obvious to say that for FPL purposes, Villa are a strong stay away. So the question comes down to how we take advantage of Villa's narrowness. Now, this section revolves around attacking Aston Villa and their narrow formation. A lot of the space was considered out wide and deep, which meant that Serge Aurier, not as adventurous as Nico Williams, put in quite a number of crosses from deep midfield. So the question comes down to whether Chelsea, Fulham and Brentford, their next three opponents, will take advantage. Chelsea, you can definitely foresee Kai Havertz, Mason Mounds, or perhaps a certain Reese James taking full advantage here. But for Fulham and Brentford, it's slightly more obvious if you're interested in Bobby Dacadova Reed or for Brentford, you are looking more of a Aaron Hickey right wing back role. Now, I know these names don't sound particularly enticing, but the players they cross for will definitely warrant your attention. Aubameyang, despite being dropped, will be hanging out at the far post. Mitrovic, drifting to the left side, you can imagine him towering over Matty Cash for back post hitters. Ivan Toni, who's attempting to carry the entire team on his back, will almost certainly be the subject of loose balls, second balls for himself to profit. The withdrawal here felt like two points lost from both sides and it acted as a crossroads for both sides. Forrest need to figure out whether they like this pragmatic approach, securing draw after draw in order to stay in the Premier League or whether they want to revert to their attacking 3-5-2, 3-4-3, what have you to in order to take advantage of their vociferous home crowd. At the same time, Aston Villa themselves with two draws sorry, three draws and a win in their last four games, have a base to build on, but not much more. So the question comes down to whether people take advantage of Villa's stout defence or whether they just continue to meddle in mediocrity while waiting for the rest of the sides to drop below them. This is FPL Teacher Speaking, preparing special content for Patreon subscribers. Look forward to that. And at the same time, Thank you so much for listening so far. I will take a well-deserved break watching the Champions League games and I will see you at the weekend.